Hello from ABA Mid-Year Meeting 2018 in Vancouver, Canada. I'm Jim Calloway, and I'm fortunate enough to have several guests with me today. Bree Buchanan. Amanda Richards. Derek Lacroix. And Raul Ayala. And we're on the road with Legal Talk Network. And we're back. Thank you so much for joining us on the road. It's a pleasure to be here in Vancouver. It is certainly drizzly and gray, but the hospitality is warm. Today, we're talking about a subject that should be important to all lawyers, attorney well-being. It's your life in the balance, right? And I first want to open with Bree Buchanan. Bree is the on the Commission for Lawyer Assistance Programs and the co-chair of the Task Force on Lawyer Well-Being. What was your subject matter at the meeting today? Thanks, Jim. What we were looking at trying to do was spread the message that the state of affairs with lawyers across the country, as well as law students, is really uh, needs some attention. That we are really struggling in regards to our well-being and specifically impairment due to substance use problems and mental health problems. And so there's some studies that have come come out that shows that demonstrably. And a group of us formed the National Task Force on Lawyer Well-Being back in. San Francisco at the ABA annual meeting, uh, got together in the halls just kind of like this one and said, we need to do something about this. And so since that time, we've developed a report on lawyer well-being that is directed at the leaders of the different stakeholders in the legal profession. So the judiciary, the legal employers, um, the, the regulators, and asking them to look within their world and what can they do to make a difference in really changing the culture of the legal profession and how we address these issues. And so the um, report went through and gave 44 recommendations, general recommendations and then some recommendations to each of those stakeholders of what, what can be done. And so if, if folks want to read the report, it's real easy to get to that. It's now on a website we've just started, uh, just launched. It's lawyerwellbeing.net. Thank you very much. I hope our listeners will take a visit at that website because that's certainly an important topic. We also have with us Amanda Richards. Amanda is a 1L at the University of British Columbia, and uh, we all remember how stressful our 1L year is. Why don't you tell us how yours was? Hi, yeah, thanks for having me. Um, I mostly just shared uh, my story and what it's like to be living in 1L right now, and um, the the main statistics that come from 1L is the article is actually called Suffering in Silence and, and I think that really that really gives a lot um, to what's going on and and my personal experience you know I've, I've had issues with mental health and with um, addictions before and uh, I've been really lucky and have been able to ask for help uh, from from numerous resources but what I see among my peers is a lot of struggling um, and there isn't a lot of resources for law students as of this moment and it's really it's really a problem because they're really afraid to ask for help and they're not too sure where to look for it and there's a really biggest stigma attached to it um, and I think that's really problematic and one of the main focuses on, at law school is um, is substance abuse and 
and I, I was speaking with my colleague Derek earlier that um, you know it's quite easy for law students to get drunk for free these days because there's so many networking events there's so many socials um, and these big firms are trying to promote uh, the best law students and by doing that they they use alcohol and um, so I think that that's a big problem that we're all facing and the stresses and the issues that we deal with on a day-to-day -day basis at law school is nothing that we've dealt with before and so there needs to be more resources and more help for students who are who are struggling. Well that's great and all of us again remember the stresses of our law school experience so we can all uh, uh, certainly relate to that. Another guest is Derek Lacroix. Uh, I think a lot of lawyers don't really appreciate the physiological uh, impact of stress and what it does to all of us. Could you speak to that a little bit? Sure. Um, well I'm also with the Lawyers Assistance Program and because law is a um, well, it's an adversarial form, forum. Even if you're not a courtroom lawyer, it's an adversarial forum. So it's always about battle. And there's the fight or flight syndrome. There's the sympathetic nervous system, which is highly activated. So lawyers need to take special care to, um, to, to ameliorate those problems. And comp then there's other personality traits and time pressures and everything that goes in that stop them from doing it. And that National Task Force showed a variety of uh, stigma type things that keep lawyers from actually getting the help they need. Uh, so one of the purposes of lawyers assistance programs, I'm a lawyer as well as a counselor, many of us are, we have volunteers, and even the ones that aren't uh, lawyers know the legal profession, so we, we, we can provide a confidential, every LAP place uh, resource is confidential, it's a resource for people in a specialized area. Sometimes lawyers are reluctant to uh, approach lawyers' assistance programs because they feel they're admitting failure or stigmatize themselves. Could you speak a little bit more to why it's so important for the lawyers to reach out to these programs when they feel they need help? That's the mission, isn't it? That's what this was a stunning thing about that survey was how few do. What we're trying to do, and I'm trying to do in most laps, is raise the bar and get lawyers to ask for help, just like a businessman would. A lot of businessmen ask for help, they get coaches. And in order to thrive, and I think it's about turning a profession into one in which we thrive as a whole person in all aspects. And so we're trying to speak like to that. One of the other things that LEPs do, like we have Amanda here as a spectacular student, we have other lawyers who will talk about their experiences and provide a encouragement to say, hey, it's okay to have problems. That's, you know, we do that. And again, emphasizing confidentiality and that many of us who work in LAPs have had our own personal issues. So we're not coming at this from some holier than thou thing. We're coming at it from we're in this with you type of th uh, thing. And most of us, like I will talk about my issues and all of us here will talk about ourselves. And I think that leads to hopefully a more open culture. Raul Ayala was the moderator for this panel. Uh, what did you find of most interest when you were listening to all these discussions from these motivated people? Well, thank, thank you for having us on the program. I think the, the main point is to let people know about the issue. Our, our, it, there's, a, there's a big reluctance within the legal profession to, to actually acknowledge that there's an issue, but more importantly, how we're going to address and how we're going to change the profession to save both the profession and the professional. I think part of what we see is not only reluctance to, to acknowledging that you have an issue, is identifying where, where to go for that help, but I think there has to be changes in the stakeholders that Bree mentioned a while ago, right? And the judiciary, with the, law, with the bar associations, with the law, law firms, uh, with the law schools, with the insurance carriers, those are the stakeholders that, that have 
influence over our lives as practitioners. So I think that that's important that we had a nice turnout. We hope that people will take advantage of this program and others. Uh, there's a lot of information on uh, uh, that is available through the CoLab website at the ABA and where to find more information about how to address these issues. I, I can say that I owe my recovery to the, to the LAP and, uh, and, and, or, and to recovering lawyers in California. When I hit my bottom, the first person I called happened to be the, the president of the LAP, and, and, and not the president of the LAP, the president of the other bar in California, who turned out later to be our state bar president. So I reached out to another lawyer and said, I don't know where to start. I know I've got a problem. My, my, my family's falling apart. What do I do? Bree, why don't you tell our listeners again where these resources are located online and any other final comments you might have? Sure. So to go to the ABA's Commission on Lawyers Assistance Programs website, and there's a variety of options there for resources. There's also for the task force that just uh, published its report in August of this year. It is lawyerwellbeing.net. I work for the Oklahoma State Bar, and I know we stepped up our program when we started a year and had a lawyer suicide every month for six months. And we've really focused on that and done a lot of good with people. So I appreciate the work you're doing. Before we close it out today, I have one last question for each of you. If our listeners would like to follow up, how can they reach you, Bree? Sure. I can be found at the uh, my JJob's <laughs> website, which is the Texas Lawyers Assistance Program. So that's tlaphelps.org is the best way to reach me. Amanda? Um, you can find me by email, amandarichards1313 at gmail.com. Derek? I can be found at lapbc.com. Uh, most LAPs do have um, websites, and we have one, and I'm on it, and good resources. Raul? My day job at Raul, R-A-U-L underscore Ayala, A-Y-A-L-A, at fd.org. Well, we've reached the end of the road for today's episode. I want to thank our guests for joining us today. We also want to thank our listeners for tuning in. And if you like what you heard today, please rate us in Apple Podcast. We'll see you next time for another episode of On the Road with the Legal Talk Network. If you'd like more information about what you've heard today, please visit LegalTalkNetwork.com. Subscribe via iTunes and RSS. Find us on Twitter and Facebook. Or download our free Legal Talk Network app in Google Play and iTunes. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer. Uh-huh.